What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Josh, and welcome to Filmverse, the show all about cinematic expanded universes. This week, we have a packed show, kind of, not really. We actually have less people here than usual. Let's just go ahead and get into that. Chachi's not here, everyone. Chachi's not here. Yeah, yeah. just get rid of the elephant in the room. But he replaced him. I, I replaced him with a plate of cookies that I made. So I'm great. Yeah, I'm kind of doing the pro cons here, and uh, I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of pros in this list. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was my best Chachi impression it I could is. do. <laughs> <laughs> that was not very good. He did lose his mic. Uh, whatever that's called, mic filter. His mm-hmm. pop filter is now on the other mic. Yeah. So that's what, that's you, what get. you get. Yeah. What you get. Yeah. We're gonna change the colors on the outline as well, so that way Bruno will be. Purple, uh, purple and Chachi will be pink for now on until mm, that's it happens, what happens again. That's what happens when you don't show up. You get the color that you don't want. <laughs> Blade of Cookies didn't fight back. Yeah. <laughs> Blade <laughs> Cookies not. actually preferred it. He said, I really would like pink. And it's, uh, it's agreeing with everything I say today, too. Yeah. Yeah. And your mom will be happy to listen to this. Aww. Yeah, I'm going to be nice to you this whole time. That's so it's nice actually, we'll find out that the toxicity was Chanchi. And replace him <laughs> with sweetness, which is cookies. Aww. I'm not going to cash any checks. I cannot. <laughs> so I'm not going to make that promise. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I don't, they didn't really introduce everyone, but uh, Bruno's here. Hi. Megan's here. Hi. Brendan's here. Hey. Plate of cookies. And plate of cookies. And plate of cookies is here. No eating the cookies during the podcast because people don't want to hear you chew. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Actually, I listen to a lot of podcasts now where they do the blue apron thing, and a lot of it's just like, mm, 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 I feel like that's a bad, good. It's, that's a like bad read, I think. I feel like you shouldn't do that in a table read. Yeah. No, 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 thank you. That's why I shoved a cookie in my mouth real quick right before. I saw. It was pretty funny. You're just like <laughs> chewing away from the mic. Like, oh! It was very professional, actually. I, I appreciated it. All right, let's jump right into it. Um, so, Star Wars news. It seems like this story keeps on happening because it keeps on happening. It's... Star Wars loses another director. Yeah, uh, this is kind of ridiculous at this point. Um, I mean, I liked Jurassic World well enough, and it's relevant because it is a cinematic universe at this point. Yeah, Colin uh, Trevorrow, that's how you say his name, he has stepped down as director. Now, what's interesting, what I found interesting about this is this is uh, pretty much right off the heels of them announcing that they had a new writer coming in to rewrite the script that was written by Colin and his friend, uh, Jack, not Jack Thorne, Derek Connolly is his writing partner. So they wrote the script for episode nine. Then they bring in uh, Jack Thorne to rewrite the script which we talked about in a previous episode. That's the guy who wrote uh, The Curse of Child. Um, and then after that, he steps down. Wow. So I don't know if maybe that's what happened. Maybe he stepped down because he didn't like the rewrites. Possible. I think it's kind of interesting that we now have more Star Wars movies that have lost the directors than kept them for the new the For new the series. new set of movies. Yeah, True. because J.J. Abrams and who was the director for Rogue One? Those are the only two that have maintained themselves, right? I know, um, I know Force Awakens. J.J. Abrams was director from start to finish. You're not getting rid of Abrams, though. No, There's Abrams no was... I feel like he was actually one of the perfect choices. I, it was a safe choice, though. It was one of those, like, you, you wanted a safe bet because it was the, the shepherding this in to a new audience, trying to reboot this whole franchise, well, restart, reboot type thing. So you kind of needed someone safe. So he right. made sense. And then you've, you've got the Han Solo movie. That got recat or redirected, and I... Did episode eight? Yeah, so episode eight has been redone as well. So yeah, I know it's just Rogue One and Force Awakens and now the other. I think it's kind of interesting that Force Awakens and Rogue One at this point are the only two that have actually had their director stay on the whole I time. I think episode eight kept their director. No. I, I, Ryan Johnson was there the whole time, I believe. 
wait, Ryan Johnson's been there the whole time? And then maybe it's Rogue One's director that was left. Rogue One had a lot of rewrites. Like, Rogue One, pretty much, they completely changed the movie. It was the same director the whole time, but what's interesting about Rogue One is they completely changed that movie. Like, they had a whole bunch of reshoots, not as extensive as Han Solo's reshoots, but they've had a lot of reshoots. Mm -hmm. Um, What it looked like happened was they decided to go darker, actually. A lot of people thought it was the other way around. A lot of people thought they were adding more levity to the movie. But it turns out that originally the director thought he wasn't going to be able to... Well, spoilers for Rogue One. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. that now. Originally, he didn't think he could kill off the main characters. He thought he was going to have to do something where he would just have to write them out of the universe. Like, they go off and hide from the rebels because they don't want to be a part of the world anymore or something like that. Um, so he thought he was going to have to keep them alive. Turns out they really liked the idea of killing them off. So he rewrote the ending to reflect that. I thought at one point he wanted Darth Vader to actually kill all the... That was like the original original script. It was like, let's just kill him all with Darth Vader. Like Darth Vader is like kind of like Jason in this movie. And he's just stalking everyone, killing him one at a time. That could be a really cool movie, actually. A a horror movie with Vader playing the slasher role. Oh, now I want that. Right? <laughs> just on a planet. Like they get strained on a planet. Vader crashes down the planet with him, and he just like kills him one by one. Can we just film this? Yeah, let's just do this. Okay. Let's Fan film. Right. <laughs> yeah. I really like that because I didn't I didn't know that information before you were telling me, and I really like that. They decided to go darker because with all of like the reshoots that we've been hearing for other movies, specifically like DC, they've been reshooting it to make them lighter and funnier because yeah. Batman v Superman was too dark. And after that, they ordered the reshoots for Suicide Squad, which didn't make it any better. I, I like that they allowed them to go darker when that's what they probably wanted to do originally. So we're still searching for a director for this, right? Yeah, I, I got to imagine... May they have a direction. Someone? Oh yeah, go ahead. George Lucas? No. No. What would you oh, do he that for? Ruined Star Wars. I feel like he would do well if someone puts him on a leash. His <laughs> wife would do well because she's the one who fixed the originals. <laughs> well, there you go. But I feel like she shouldn't have to rein him in anymore. Actually, he's a grown uh, man. Now that he's not, he but now in. that he's not the the head, like I could see what you're saying. I could see that working. I feel like he would have no good ideas though. Like it would be kind of like rehashing and he's already said he doesn't like the direction they've gone so i don't know what he would do i don't think he would do well, it doesn't it sound like they like the direction they've gone either well no they do that's why they keep on rewriting them They're like no we're not going in that the direction. director we didn't want. like the way that it was going yeah. and he jumped ship now i i i've i know i haven't seen episode eight yet but everything i'm hearing ryan johnson did a fantastic job he is a great writer he's Really, they have not had any issues with him. His shoot has gone completely as supposed to. Everyone loves what he's done. I feel like you keep him on. You just have him do episode nine. I don't see why you would change directors if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I I thought J.J. Abrams originally said he didn't want to do more than one of these, which I think is BS. I think if you have the opportunity to do another Star Wars movie, you do another Star Wars movie. I don't know. Yeah, I thought I thought originally he said like I'm just doing this one and I'm done. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there might be politics or whatever behind it. It might be. I yeah. thought he was just like this is it. I've heard other people say you know all the main tropes like oh it should be Joss Whedon or like it should be pretty much all the directors I've done all the Marvel movies have mm-hmm. been named. Mm-hmm. I I don't think so. I feel like they've done a good job of finding unique directors for these movies, and I I, I really do think if Ryan Johnson can do it and wants to do it, he should do it. Because he also helped, from what I understand, with the writing of episode nine. Because since he wrote episode eight, like he was kind of like there for episode nine as well. Um, as it turns out, I was right that 
uh, Rogue One's Gareth Edwards, uh-huh. who um, he was sidelined. He did not technically get fired as the director. He was sidelined so that Tony Gilroy could come in and film the reshoots. But as it turns out, Gareth had he had no oversight as to what actually was happening. But as it turns out, Joshua Trank was actually fired from the second anthology film i guess i get probably the han solo movie so he was fired before they ever brought on the twins and then the twins got fired and then they brought in Ron gotcha Howard. so they fired so twice for that movie. well three times secondly since they're shoe directors right, for the second time right and oh, the reason they, they actually there's a reason now as to why uh colin trevorrow was actually fired he was fired mm-hmm. he was not he didn't quit he was not asked politely to leave oh. apparently um according to inside sources he pissed off kathleen kennedy that's the person you can't piss off. She there, is like the head honcho. Right. And that's what the uh, the article said that I was reading. It says, like, if there's one person you don't fuck with, it is Kathleen Kennedy. No, like, <laughs> and legit, I, I feel safe in her hands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's done a good job so far. I like Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I liked Episode 7. Mm-hmm. Some people have problems with Episode 7 about being a rehash, but I thought it needed it did what it needed to do, which was to give us assurance that this universe can be good again. Did it say why he pissed her off? Apparently, he has a big ego. Mm-hmm. And the big reason is, is he's actually really, really hard to work with. Mm-hmm. And on Jurassic World, everyone hated him. But because he was hired by Steven Spielberg, no one had, no one could get rid of him. He was untouchable because he was Steven Spielberg's crony. And now that he's not like anyone's crony on this, Kathleen Kennedy's like, yeah. I'd say protege probably more than yeah. crony. But. Yeah, yeah. Protege is probably a better word. But the, the, the fact that they use the word egotistical in, a wef- in reference to him makes me think that like, Maybe he's not all that it cracked up to be. And Jurassic World was only so-so. It was a fun movie, but it wasn't particularly intelligent. Jurassic World was fun. The movie's plot was not good. It was not good. Now, how much of he was responsible for writing, I don't actually know. But Well, and also keep in mind that he just had another movie come out that failed miserably. What um, was that? Was it The Book of Henry or something? Oh, like that? yeah. that w- They mentioned that, and they said it's terrible. Like... It was not well received at a yeah, Book of Henry was the he was a director for that movie that just came out and that was his next movie after Jurassic World so it's like you know you, you have one great surprise hit made buku bucks but I feel like you make a buku you make buku bucks because it's Jurassic World is he right. the, is he the director who did Safety Not Guaranteed um yeah Safety Not Guaranteed that movie is amazing really. I've not seen Safety Not Guaranteed. And maybe that's the thing. I mean, a lot of, I've heard a lot of directors, when they have small budgets, they can get a little more creative, they get a little more flexibility, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, you know, like, there's, you know, that showmanship and flashiness, that ego, if, if you want to call it that, is really powerful on a small set when you're working with a smaller budget and an mm-hmm. easier-to-work-with cast who's not all A-list actors, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you got now Spielberg and Chris Pratt, like, on the stage, and, like, you have a lot of hands pulling Hard to say, you know. I don't. I don't know. I'm only speculating. No, yeah, that's fair. And I, I do think that I wasn't looking forward to him. I didn't think he was all that fantastic of a director to begin mm-hmm. with. Like Jurassic World, like you said, was only so-so. Right. So this this news doesn't really make me worry about the movie. Right, right, right. One, they're having to start shooting it. So it's not like this, if you're going to fire a director, this is when you fire the director. Yeah, exactly. Not halfway through the shoot or almost at the end of the shoot, Han Solo style. <laughs> you, you you fire first, like Han Solo. And uh, you... See what I did there? Ask George Lucas. <laughs> you fire second. Um, but yeah, so... You want to bring him in? Yeah. Is that right? You want Han not to shoot first? Is that what you're saying? This is why I bring it up. I like to see, I like to see the fire and passion. And he just this. lights the match and it walks away. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the world burn. Exactly. Yeah. 
I'm, all right, I think we're, we've talked enough about yeah, this. Yeah, no, that, that, that covers a lot of it. I mean, I'm sure this store will continue to evolve, and we'll keep talking about well, it. Like Bruno said, though, any directors of choice for anyone else besides a, uh, mine and his fake option I, of George Lucas? Well, oh. so, so Sorry, George. The, one thing they actually talked about, or I've seen pop up, uh, is like who they would consider getting as a replacement. And a lot of people were like, well, just get J.J. Abrams again. Like, I don't want J.J. I feel like J.J. Abrams is too, too safe, safe. Too safe. Now, but that being said, what if Ryan Johnson knocks out on the park? Do we give... Maybe do we just let him? Oh no, no, that's that's my choice. If oh, Ryan Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm voting for Ryan Johnson. I say if he knocks us out of park, which from all accounts, who's all the executives and everyone who's seen the movie think it's awesome. Okay. So if he knocks it out of park, you definitely give him the next one. Just give it to the yeah, and that's what people are speculating that yeah. maybe they if you don't go safe. I don't think you do. I mean, I understand that this is probably you know you want a more hopeful movie for the last movie of the trilogy, kind right. of like you want your Ewok scene and that kind of <laughs> stuff, but I. I still think you go with Ryan Johnson. He has porgs in his movie. He can be happy as well. I think that Disney has so much control over what's going on with these movies that it really doesn't matter what director directs it. Uh, to a point. I do agree with you, though. This is more like old school studios where the studio is the one making the movie and the director's really there just to, you know, keep the ship moving. So go ahead. Uh, speaking of Disney, more Disney news coming out. More of an update than a full-on news story. So we had speculated about whether Netflix would have the Marvel and Star Wars content after Disney leaves and starts their own channel, their own streaming service. It's been confirmed by Disney that they are taking Marvel and DC or Marvel and Star Wars content off of Netflix by 2019. Only the movies were the the, produ- the uh, produced shows by netflix the daredevil yeah jessica like those will stay on netflix what is not clear if they will continue making more seasons so they might stay there but they might not be able to continue that contract with them so would they continue so say daredevil they can't continue making new ones that's not for sure that's speculation right now they have not said yay or nay on that but i can't imagine a world where they're like no you keep those because you produce them but you're not allowed to produce anymore right you're you're off the table, Netflix. Like, there's not going to be a Daredevil. Story. So then, you think Disney will create its own Daredevil or Luke Cage? They would reboot. It, they reboot. would not. Be, they would never. Well, take over. there there was the plan to make that Jessica Jones show on like ABC originally. That was AKA Jessica Jones, and that hasn't been completely crossed off the table. It's just been sidelined. Yeah. So they still have the capacity to make that. Mm-hmm. Would you rather see just you know pulling the audience here? Would you guys rather see them take those properties and continue them? On a on the streaming service of the, the Disney streaming service, or would you rather see them completely reboot them since it, Netflix would not be involved? It depends for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I specifically do not like the direction that the Netflix shows have been going in as of late. I thought that Daredevil season one was good. I liked Jessica Jones for the most part. There were problems. I liked parts of Luke Cage, specifically the music. Not mm-hmm. not exactly all of the plot. First half of the plot was good. Um, half. Iron Fist was not good. Defenders was eh. Daredevil 2 I did not like at all. I know a lot of people do. I personally did not like. Yeah, Too Daredevil many cooks. Daredevil my favorite. Is, I yeah. mean, well, Jessica Jones a close second, but yeah, Daredevil's up there on me. Yeah, I mean, I'm a girl, so of course I'm going to like the concepts that are spoken about in Jessica Jones because they you know, yeah, apply was, directly was, to right. me personally as a woman. They, they did a lot of... That's they, true. They, they kind of attacked a lot of like the big social parts in Jessica. Yeah, Jones, they didn't like, pull any punches. They were pretty much head on with all that stuff. And I, 
that's also because I like Doctor Who, so having David Tennant in it yeah. helped does it hurt. I think yeah. he carried a lot of that show. For he me. did. He was. I a great think Jessica villain. Jones as a character is awesome. She's probably the in Defenders. She was the best character in Defenders, personally. I agree. I think she's one of the better written characters because she's the truest to her character. She's almost in the, the straight comics. man because she's the one that like is like whoa the mythical crap going on. No f that. This is not real. She doesn't have power. Like she has powers, but she's not like. Super overpowered like everyone else, I don't feel like. Yeah. She's just a badass. As much as I would love to discuss this, I know it's not something that Meh. we're supposed to be. Um, so the point was <laughs> directors, right? Do we keep them or do we... Or that was my point. I don't I don't think that we should go along this route to mm-hmm. continue if they continue with the same directors that's been writing these last couple seasons. It does make me sad, though, to see, like, Jessica Jones' character having to be reboot. Like, I would like to see her continue on. And I like Daredevil. I really do. I, I don't like the storylines as much. I don't think the hand storyline with Elektra really works for me just because I don't buy their love. But uh, the Agreed. They're, the actors playing these characters, for the most part, I really like. Right. So yeah, e- yeah. even... Danny Rand redeemed himself in Defenders for myself. Yeah. So I, I feel like all the actors should stay stick around, but most likely, I, mean, I don't know the contracts, but most likely it has to die with Netflix. Like if Netflix doesn't produce them, they're not going to get produced because I'm sure there's something with the contract. Oh, I was going to talk about Danny Rand and then decided. That you've already discussed your hatred for Danny Rand, so <laughs> yeah. it was probably. Yeah, and the Defenders uh, unfortunately did not make it any better. Really? Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I think if you cut Danny Rand out of the Defenders, it's a little bit better. I agree with that. I don't think so. Yeah. My favorite parts, although I loved uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevils, their like quips back and forth, uh, especially with like the sweater, I believe. The scarf. The scarf he had. Yeah, the scarf um, at the beginning. All that. And then I loved every time like Luke Cage was on because the soundtrack, like whoever does the sound. Every time they would play like some awesome music for Luke Cage. And I liked that. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, so do you guys think this isn't like a big blow though to Netflix or do you think this is pretty much just meh? I don't think it's a big blow. I don't think anyone's specifically subscribed to Netflix for these shows. It's a bonus, yes. Um, I think Disney will... I don't think a lot of people are going to follow Disney just for Star Wars and Marvel. Some people might. I personally will not. Mm-hmm. I will wait until they get a couple years under their belt, and then hopefully I can subscribe at one point and binge watch everything that I've missed. Uh, but I'm not go, I'm not a day one subscriber for sure. And, to, I mean, to kind of almost reiterate what's been happening in this room right now is the idea that we all just said basically what everyone's thinking first season of Daredevil, probably the best show out there right now in terms of the netflix and then it 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 was not necessarily hit and miss but it just hasn't been to the same level as the first season of daredevil and at this point interest has waned you know like Iron Fist just put a terrible taste in everyone's mouth. I'm curious. I'm curious about the numbers. I want to know how Defenders did. I want to know how even Iron Fist did compare to the other ones. Because even though a lot of people didn't like it, I got a feeling a lot of people still watched it. Like all the way through. I I know a lot of people who hate watch that movie or that TV show. Yeah. Just because it's part of this expanded universe on Netflix. And it's, you know, since you subscribe to Netflix, you kind of feel obligated almost. Like, all right, I'm in this ride. Like, let's let's go for this whole journey here. Sure. And you kind of feel like you're obligated because if you want to follow what's going on in Defenders and all that kind of stuff. But case in point, I didn't watch Iron Fist, and I also have not watched the Defenders yet. Because that I surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. I the main reason being is because I I heard Defend or Iron Fist was terrible, and I was like, why well, better things to do with 13 hours of my time? And <laughs> And then on top of that, whatever. <laughs> and then on top of that, we ran in the scenario where like defenders. I was, I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, okay, this sounds good. And I heard some people saying like, oh, you know, there's potential for it. I honestly didn't think it was bad. 
But I mean, but you, you're not telling me it was the most amazing show you've oh, ever no, seen. Definitely not. And it so, was not like up there with with season one of Daredevil. Right. And so that's the problem. It's like ultimately, like I probably will watch it at some point, but I don't feel as compelled anymore because no one was singing the praises about how amazing it was. Let's put it this way: my hopes are higher for Punisher than it is for Defenders. Yeah, and I, I think John like even before I watched it, John Bernthal was the main reason I think the Punisher is going to be great. Yeah, I like I, I have my problems with with uh, Punisher personally. I think he's an overrated character. Mm. That people who obsess over him are the type of people who don't get what the Punisher stands for. So when you see people driving around with the stupid <laughs> Punisher stickers <laughs> on the back of their cars, the, yeah, those people more than likely don't understand what Punisher actually stands for. It, it, to me, it reminds me of people who have Calvin from Calvin Hobbes pissing on something. It's like, that's, you don't understand Calvin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, that, that feels the same way as the Punisher stickers usually. That, that and Bill Waterson personally did yeah. not okay that and fought tooth and nail to try not allow people to get those stickers because it was against his representation of Calvin. Yeah, he doesn't have any marketing. Like, he doesn't allow any marketing for Calvin. But that's besides the point. Yeah. yeah that's, that's my point is, uh, yeah. is it kind of get, doesn't get the point of the character. Um, but no, I agree with you, but I do like Daredevil in the, or, uh, like Punisher in the Netflix universe. I feel like they're getting it right and they, he feels cool to me. Like what he's supposed to feel like a soldier who's gone off the deep end and is crazy and like what the repercussions are of that. Nothing? No? Okay. No, I just have some stickers removed from the back of my car. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have Calvin wearing a Punisher t-shirt? Pissing on on something. Every car logo. (laughs) Every single one. Including your own. Including, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's trickle down peeing. As well as every football team. (laughs) Yes. And just everything I could hate. (laughs) So speaking of Daredevil, um, it... Uh, the writer was announced for X-Force, which is going to be the spinoff from Deadpool. It's going to be Drew Goddard. I think that's how you say his name. Goddard? Yeah, that's why I said. Goddard. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like Jared Leto. Yeah, Leto, Leto, I hear Jello. the difference between you two. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he's going to be not only writing X-Force, he's also going to be directing it. It's going to be interesting because this is a ways off. So they're announcing the director pretty early on. I don't know. It's sometime after 2000. It's probably going to be 2019 when this movie comes out. So we have some time. And there's a lot of X-Men slash, you know, Deadpool type stuff, movies coming out beforehand. So a few things I want to talk about. Drew Goddard uh-huh. is one of the writers attached to Cabin in the Woods. That makes me feel Ooh, a lot better. That is awesome. Yes. Cabin in the Woods was fantastic. fantastic. Also, this is obviously the tie-in for Cable, because Cable's the founder of X-Force. The rumor is that uh, all three characters, Deadpool, uh, Cable, and Domino, are all going to be in the X-Force movie. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and I personally have a hope of hope that they will include one of my favorite X-Men characters that nobody knows about, because that's the point of him. Dazzler? Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> one dazzler but then they say wolverine really just just put the nail on that i'm so sorry i couldn't help it i hate you I'm anyway who are you talking about what, what? forget me not forget me not. do you guys know who forget me not is? no i got nothing that's here. the point okay so forget me not is an x-man that nobody knows about who has saved the x-men so many times because nobody remembers him after they meet him but he's done all these amazing things to save them was he in one issue he's been in more than one issue Mm. but he Mm. he has saved the x-men multiple times and they don't know about it and he never gets the praise that he deserves for saving them 
Is this one of those things that someone like retconned in? No, this is a real thing. I'm, I'm going to have to look up. I, I don't believe her. <laughs> I think Forget Me Not is actually a current member of X-Force. No mm. one let's, that. let's Wikipedia this. <laughs> no one remembers yeah. that. You yeah, okay. ah! guys. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I talked to Stanley yesterday. Yeah. This Stanley, never came up. <laughs> Rob Liefeld created X-Force. Mm, but Stanley mm. would remember. <laughs> it's because he's the Watcher. Yes, yeah, he Yeah, but is. he doesn't remember. <laughs> the Watchers don't even remember. Yes, <laughs> they do. They just can't interfere. Mm. But Question. no, uh, I find it interesting that they're giving him the directorial duties of this. He really isn't known as being a director. He's more of a writer. So I thought that was kind of interesting that he is directing it. Did he actually direct Cabin in the Woods? Or he, was he, he was one of the writers on it. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if he was considered the director. No. No, he is. Is he? He's listed as the director of Cabin in the Woods. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I thought he just wrote it as well. So oh, we that's have- like the one movie in, he wrote, it looks like four episodes of The Good Place, which is a TV show apparently that I've never seen. Oh, yeah. It's about a woman who goes to heaven, but she's not supposed to be there. Whoops. <laughs> Clerical air. Oh, yeah. Um, Someone forget about her? I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> she didn't. She went to hell. Oh, she's actually in hell. She's actually time? in hell. It's just disguised as heaven. You can cut that out in case people want to watch I don't think anyone show. gives a shit about well, this TV thanks. show. Well, thanks. I've never even heard of this show. Okay, anyway. I watched Don't look it. up the show. So, yeah, he's he's really only made one movie, and that's Cabin in the Woods. It's a damn good movie yep. to have on your resume. Yeah, that's a damn the, good movie. So, I, I do think that's, you know, that makes me feel a lot better about this situation. But He's listed as a creator of Daredevil as well. Yeah, yeah. He's writer. He only is a writer, though. I don't know. On IMDb, he's listed as creator. Well, first off, I'm pretty sure he did not come up with Daredevil. Well, the TV show. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm just joking. But uh, I don't think he, he's not, he's not on, uh, his IMDb at least has nothing about him directing Daredevil. Also, there are 45 writers for Daredevil. Well, <laughs> there's a couple. But yeah, he's on here for Daredevil. He's well on here for uh, the Defenders. He also wrote the screenplay for The Martian. Ooh, um, that's another which, good one. I feel like the Martian, I, I kind of can't give him much credit for because it's technically book, a book adaptation. Yeah, yeah, and the book was pretty well written as far as like screen to or print to screen. So, meh. hey, I've seen people screw up books oh, no, to screen now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, he wrote season eight motion comic of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. By the way, we're getting into the weeds now. Sorry, I'm, I, yeah. I, just, I saw Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I got my hopes up. I'm, I'm gonna stop looking now. Okay. He wrote five episodes of the actual show, too. And a couple episodes of Angel. <laughs> well, it seems that we're all favorable for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be yeah. cool. Doing some research. Um, something else to keep in mind. So there are, like I was saying earlier, a lot of X-Men movies coming out. New Mutants. So I have the list in here. So April 13th is New Mutants. June 1st is Deadpool 2. And then November 2nd is X-Men Dark Phoenix. And then sometime after that is X Force. Got it. Can we can we not do any more Phoenix sagas, please? Like if we do, can we give it to somebody else who's had it? Like, I don't know, maybe Kid Omega, who I would love to see in a movie. <laughs> or you know, have Cyclops get the broken shards and then kill Professor X. My only like hope. in the comics. Here's my only hope. I think it would be really cool. So uh, can you remind me the the lineage here? Cable's parents are who? Carrot. Cable's parents are Scott Summers mm-hmm. and Jean Grey's clone, Madeline Pryor. Okay. So, I, unfortunately, I'm sure they're going to simplify it and just make it Jean Grey. 
I rolled my eyes as hard as I could. Yes, just so you know. I, I, I think they probably felt it. Actually, it's okay. I hope you <laughs> it did. It probably came across on the podcast. I hope you did. So, uh, I would like them to tie in the X Men movies more to the Deadpool movies, and way they could do that is if you have Cable and you have the Dark Phoenix saga. What is somewhere in there? She ends up getting pregos, and that's going to be Cable. Ideas? No? Good? Bad? Why aren't we writing our own stuff? Like, why aren't we just putting this um, out Ambition, mostly? Yeah. Okay. My um, thing is that... Destiny 2 needs to be played? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't watch things to see them changed. I watch things to see a true adaptation brought to life. I have changed my mind on that. I used to be like that. I used to be really upset when things changed from the comics and that kind of stuff. But the way I see it now is... I'm treating every single comic book movie as if it's like the ultimate universe. Like it's completely new retelling of these universes and it's supposed to be its own thing. I think that's the only way you can find enjoyment out of these actually. No, it's true. Like if you try, like, cause uh, yes, it would be nice if everything was there, but honestly, comic books are pretty convoluted. So I'm not that upset that it's not well, exactly the same. That and like, you can't even get all the characters that you want cause they're spread across so many different mm-hmm. things. Like Sony owns these guys, but yeah, Marvel owns these guys. I'm really hoping that since it's obvious that they're putting so much effort into the X-Men universe, they have so many different X-Men movies coming out that we actually see X-Men developed to the point that we've seen Marvel developed. Right. Um, So I I am in agreement about the idea from the most part. I do like things being um, edited or like screen book to film. Mm -hmm. Um, It is... I'm with Megan most of the time, but I also agree that there are times when you almost have to like, because of the nature of how vast spread some media, especially with comic books, it's just like your audience is too stupid to follow along or give a shit. So they're just like, I feel like it's more the second than the first. I, we, audiences are pretty smart. Actually. I feel like, especially the movies that we're seeing doing really good. Like for example, it just came out and it is by all reports, a fantastic, like, smart Adaptation. movie mm. and it, it it's making huge box office numbers the most any horror movie has ever made yeah that kind of stuff so i mean i i feel like audiences know when there's something good sure you do realize that the first movie came out 27 years before this movie right well it was actually a miniseries and well, it was mini-series. two it was on network television so eh, not quite the same eh, but still 27 years apart and doesn't pennywise always come out every 27 years 30, I think. I think it's every 30. 27. I think it's 27. It is 27. Really? Yes. Wow. I haven't read the book. I'm not going to lie. Wow. Surgically planned. (laughs) So there's going to be another one in 27 years. Uh, Well, they have another one coming out next year. So (laughs) Maybe it'll be truer to the actual book (laughs) this time. they have another one coming out next year? The adults. The adults come out next year. I didn't realize it was a two-parter. Yeah, they're doing the kids this what? year and the yeah. adults next year. Because it's two. It's basically. I've avoided like every spoiler on this so far. Oh, I really, okay. I just want to like watch. No, I'm waiting until yeah. it comes out. Let's, and let's not talk about it. Not then. movie okay. form. Okay, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. That's in, in the, the weeds. weeds. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a section in. <laughs> okay. Also, it's not an expanded universe yet. Not yet. Even when the second one. I mean, even it's not. It'll never be an expanded universe. So. Right. Never say never. Money talks. True. True. So let's go ahead and jump to our fourth and final news story here. Uh, this one's also kind of just a quickie here. Patty Jenkins is, in fact, directing Wonder Woman 2. The reason why it's kind of interesting is because of how long it took. And be the reason why it took so long is because, from what I understand, what's being reported is that she pretty much was fighting for some big bucks, which she absolutely deserves. Fighting for big bucks or fighting for equal bucks? I mean... Equal, I guess you would say, for someone who's had this much success with the first installment of the movie. But it's also big bucks because even for any director, it's going to be a lot of money. 
compared to what you've seen them give not only women, but just directors for what some are considering a side character, which is stupid because she's not a side character. Has she not earned it by how much the movie's grossed, though? I think she has. I think this is absolutely worthwhile, and I feel like that's she's earning hard to yeah. hard to argue against it because mm-hmm. of the fact that this what was it eight hundred million worldwide box office. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's a Pretty huge good. huge mm-hmm. amount of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. But yeah, I'm just happy that it finally happened, and I'm happy that they they probably gave her what she was asking. That's why it took so long. So I'm happy with it. Good for her. I'm also going to revisit watching Wonder Woman. Really? I own it if you want to you know, watch it sometime. Sounds good. You're going to actually give it a fair shake this time? He I mean, was. I gave it a fair shake last time. <laughs> but apparently, like... No, there, there are problems with the movie. I don't know yeah. 50-50% of the people I meet who either liked it or did not like yeah, it. Yeah, so I right, liked it, right. but I, I, give it I don't think shot. it's a perfect movie, but I do like it, and Maybe. I'm glad it was made. So ultimately, I do want to say... Um, Megan, as it turns out, gave us some homework to think about for this episode. I did. I did give you homework. Your homework was... That's why Chachi's not here. He didn't do the homework. Right. Yeah, Chachi, you get an Sla- F. Yeah, <laughs> slacker. Um, if you could be in any movie franchise, uh, which one, why, and then who would you be? And it could be a person who already existed or a person that you would create solely for that franchise. All right. All right. So let's. Who wants to go first? Uh, who's most excited? I, I can go now if you guys are ready or whatever. Or we, uh, well, I think we all know what we wanted to be in. I think I'm okay. looking around. Do we, okay. want, do we want us to go like one, two, three, and just yell at the franchise? No, no, no. no, no. I, I know mine's not I'll gonna go be first. picked. It's okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Go ahead. What you got? Uh, I want to be in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. Like yeah, the original animatronic one. Ooh. Oh, the animatronic the one. Animatronic yeah, the new one. ones weren't good. No, so. no, no, no. <laughs> like they had like one good part between like the two. So of he them. really likes Michael Bay. It's weird. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, Michael, Michael Bay ruined Transformers and yes. he also ruined Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So my childhood. Okay, yeah. he ruined your childhood. <laughs> he it. ruined your childhood. One childhood ruined. I look back and I think Michael Bay, and I'm like, this is terrible. And so it's no longer on you, Mom. It's actually Michael Bay who ruined it. <laughs> Anytime I say I think of that, I always have to just remind myself: The Rock and Bad Boys. Rock and Bad Boys. Rock and Bad Boys. He makes good movies. He can do it. He just hasn't done it in a long time. <laughs> um, so originally I wanted to be Don Tell because he's my favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, but I figured I'd pick like another. I'd create a new character for this. So I went with uh, Sandro Bocelli. He is a Renaissance uh, painter who most most people re- recognize the birth of Venus, Primavera. <laughs> Um, and other works. <laughs> I like how, how much homework you did for this homework. It, it's like you did a legit like book report homework type thing. Yeah, I wanted like another Renaissance painter. What would your What's, like short name be though? Like they're not going to call you. Well, his well that is a short name. So Sandro is a short name. So wait, what is it? Alessandro de Marino de Vino Filippi is his full name. Sandro Botticelli is what they call him for short. So they would call you Sandro. Sandro. Yeah, okay, that's what I was wondering. Okay. It okay. could be the full name. And I was, like... I was trying to, like, I still don't know what my weapon of choice would be, but I, I think I just want, like, boxing gloves. Interesting. Just, just uh, could you do, what, or what about boxing gloves with, like, like, a, like daggers on them? No, 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 just do brass knuckles. Boom. Oh, brass, brass knuckles, knuckles would be yeah. badass. Yeah, you just have brass knuckles. You're still doing something with your hands because he was a painter. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, what if he actually just legitimately like used paints and paintbrushes? No, it's just stupid. No. Poison <laughs> <laughs> with acrylics? Uh-huh. I was thinking just like squeeze it in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Makes, makes like art puns. What I think is kind of great is that um, Sandro Botticelli worked under um, Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci at one point because he's he's much younger, but they were alive in the same standpoint. So you could come in as like a younger turtle under the tutelage of the other turtles. Ooh, Ooh there you I go. I think that could be yeah. like a great thing. You say it was Leonardo he was under? 
Yeah, I mean, technically, they were yes, all living around the same time. It, and correct. So I'm trying to think of. How, how do you get underneath Donatello is what you're trying to say. Well, no. <laughs> just, but I mean, any of them. Any, yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be. Underneath. I mean, that's yeah. that's the history so, of so it. So we could so. go with like Leonardo is something happened to him. It was a terrible accident. He's like starting to like. You, you want to write him out. Jeez. What's up? <laughs> you want to write him out of the movie. <laughs> no. Well, Leonardo can find you. Yeah. And so like he's like he's trying to pass on like he need, they need a new leader. They're not recruiting from within. Pulling from the ranks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they find this like other turtle. Or other now. turtle that somehow. And that, and that doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be a turtle though it could be oh okay that's a good question would you want to be a different species mm, i don't than know because i really like the like i could pull my head in the shell and my arms and like you know <laughs> play like a bongo or whatever like you'd be drummer having your house come with you wherever you go yeah, that'd be great that's nice so uh no i think I'd okay stick as a turtle, turtle. Yeah. no that's that's legit i feel like keeps to the original mm-hmm. so the why would be nostalgia Oh, yeah, I love that franchise. That's one of my favorite franchises of all time. The comics are great. Uh, I know they're doing a new run now, which is supposed to be... I uh, picked up issue one of the new run, or the first graphic novel. Not the newest, 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 but the, like, the one that was been going on now for like eight graphic novels or so. And uh, yeah, so far it's good. It's supposed to be a little bit darker. It's what they even say on the back of the comic is, this is not the original comic, but it's not. it's going back to the original tone of the comics. Okay. So it's like as if they're rewriting the comics from page one modern day but still the same tone and style of the first comics so it, it's very cool the way it looks and it has that nostalgic feel to it where it looks like the old comics but it's very different awesome sounds good yeah so far I'm, I'm liking it I'm not too far into it but I'm liking it what about you Josh alright so I had two I picked two things one because I don't know if this counts because it's not really a franchise or it's not a you guys ever seen the movie Hackers yeah zero cool I, I want to be a new character. I just want to be a hacker in their group of hackers. I've not seen it, so I love this already. Uh, Thrash would be probably my my name. <laughs> you know, yeah, Crash and Thrash. Uh, I mean, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Crash Override Thrash Underwear. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Override <laughs> Under. No, that's what, terrible. Under Armour. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry. No, nah, just just a single name. Just Thrash. Yes. Um, but if it has to be a franchise, Lord of the Rings. Okay. I could play a dwarf pretty easily. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got that down. I don't. I actually picture you as a blacksmith, like a, a dwarven blacksmith. Ooh, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Would I, you would you play a create your own or a pre-existing? Uh, no, I I can't replace a character. Like in my mind, that's wrong. So like, who would your character be? I would. Well, if it was in Lord of the Rings, it would be a dwarf, and I I want to be part of the fellowship though. So I want to like to rewrite the whole fellowship to have to add, another add dwarf in the fellowship. Oh, so no, you would work alongside Gimli? Yes. Would it be like a brother? Uh, I was thinking more like he's the Clansman? Like he, I'm the younger dwarf to his older dwarf. Like, But I don't know what name. I could have come up with a good name. I, just, I would have picked a taller race because they do a lot of walking and I just... Short legs, you have to run all the time. You don't actually have to walk the whole time. It's a movie. <laughs> you can just have an elf throw you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just Unless don't tell anybody about looking. it. Yeah, exactly. Unless someone's watching. Uh, but yeah, so that was my choice. Balfour. Balfour? Nah, I don't like it. Uh, it's too hard to come up with a name. Dwarf names are hard. Thresh Moondor. So why did you pick that? Uh, because I feel like... The original Lord of the Rings, I'm not talking about the Hobbit crap, but the original Lord of the Rings, that world, I feel, is still to this day one of the most realized cinematic universes. Like, just, you could live in that world easily. You can imagine people do live in that world. Uh, A lot of the cinematic universes we have now feel kind of surface level. Like, you got the characters and you can kind of see that world, but it's hard to see, like, outside of that. 
What about the one waitress in um, the original Avengers? Avengers, yeah. Who I thought for sure. You, ever got, you guys know the theory or the the term Chekhov's gun? Yeah. Yeah. If you place a gun in the room, you have to use it. Yes. I thought she was a perfect example of how not to do that. Like they show her, she seems like she's going to be important. They show her multiple times, nothing, no pay. Well, she's a red herring. That's that pisses me off. <laughs> I thought it should be a like check out the gun situation. I, I'm like, she's going to come into this somehow. She's going to save one of them. Something, nothing. She's just a reoccurring waitress. What the hell? Yeah. Anyway, sidetracked. Um, but yeah, so Lord of the Rings realized world. Would love to live in that world, but would love to be a part of it. Gotcha. So that's why. Brennan? Oh, so um, this one's kind of not quite uh, uh, like a sub-in, kind of like what you guys are doing where you're like a new character. This is probably more so like a reimagining of a character. Okay. Um, one of my favorite storylines in Star Wars is uh, Darth Vader's Secret Apprentice. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Star, uh, Starkiller? Star, Starkiller. Yeah. Like, and I thought the concept of using Starkiller as an assassin mm-hmm. was fantastic. I thought that other parts of the story were not as greatly written as others, and I thought like that they could have done a little bit more with Starkiller. He inevitably had a redemption arc, and he could kind of like go back to the light side, but if you wanted to, you could actually, repl- like, if you just committed to the dark side, like in, said, fuck it, he, you could then replay like episodes four, five, and six, and literally like kill Luke and uh, Obi Wan and Han Solo, and like that was it. He just hunted down Jedi, and I thought that was so much fun because it. So you wouldn't destroy Star Wars so you can have your character. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, and, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. and then eventually you kill Darth Vader and the Emperor. You're right up there with Michael Bay with me. Yes, right up there. Ruining childhood. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed. Um, that that storyline and i think like i've never felt fear and terror like that combat level before and i know from when i like from comics and just the way that like they try to get you in a star killer's head like how someone like vader can make you feel and i don't know if i necessarily would want to feel that but like to be have the promise of unlimited power mm-hmm is kind of alluring. I think it's kind of fun. Also, like as a kid, who doesn't want to be like a Jedi, but also just be a badass and do whatever you want? Well, it's interesting about uh, Starkiller. Uh, the actor who voice acted him, um, yeah, Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer. He is a voice actor now in a lot of the animated stuff. He's mm-hmm. still in. He does a couple different voices in Rebels, um, and they're talking that they're going to write him in to the movies. Somewhere. I love that. I love because they wow. he, all the stuff he's voiced are no longer characters in Rebels. Mm. Is his the Character he voice acted it is no longer with the show. So he has right now has no job uh, with Star Wars, but everyone loves him. He's been in a lot of different Star Wars properties, so they want to bring him back for something, try and figure out what they're bringing him back for. Rumor is, maybe, possibly, he could be actually in a live-action movie. So that would it. be pretty awesome. Fingers crossed. So they couldn't the- call him Starkiller, though. No. Because Starkiller base is a thing now. So Celestial okay. Murderer. Celestial <laughs> Murderer. Let's be honest. Starkiller's not the greatest name. It's not a great name no. for a Sith assassin. It wasn't a great name for a base either. Because Skywalker's <laughs> a good name. God damn it. Why? No. Michael Bang this. Stop. <laughs> Did you have an answer? I, I do have my own answer. Um, it's not directed towards any one franchise, but it's directed towards franchises in a specific genre. Hmm. I want to be placed in to all horror movies as a person saying, don't split up, don't go down those stairs, put some clothes on before you run into those woods, girl. I want to be in those movies doing that. She wants to be everyone's mom in a horror movie. I want to be the person on the couch yelling at the TV screen, but I want to be in those movies. 
I want a cabin in the woods at. <laughs> I, that was in Scary Movie. I, I, no one watched Scary Movie. No one. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want it to be a horror movie. Still. An actual horror not movie. A, not a funny movie. I no, want it to be a horror that was movie. Actually, I think one of the first deaths was the person who was like, "Don't you do that!" <laughs> and then they kill him. And like, she gets stabbed in the theater because she's watching a movie and a scary movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and she's just okay. like, she was like the loud person at the. Sorry, she was at the loud person at the theater, just like <laughs> yelling, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" No, but and this would be like in real life. <laughs> yeah. I would be there in real life. Well, then sh- the killer comes and stabs her oh. first. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not in a movie theater. It's a thing. But I want to. You're be- in a movie. In a movie. But the thing is, no, no, no. I wouldn't be in the movie at all. Like in in a movie, I would be like in the house. Like, don't. Why are you splitting up? You got to stay with everybody else. Like, I'm gonna go back home because you're all crazy or something like I that. I mean, really, you know I'm who just you a sound character, like. But I want to be placed like Leslie Jones. You sound like Randy from Scream. Uh, Jamie Kennedy played his character. He's the one that knew all about the horror movies. So he was in Scream one, two, and three, and he was the one that had the rules of the horror movie. Like, oh yeah, and he's, <sighs> he he would say that he's like rule number one: don't have sex. Rule number two: you know, don't ever split no, up. That's, rule that's number three: but yeah. he was like so all you about it. Want to be Jamie Kennedy? You want to be Jamie Kennedy? No, I, but I want to be in every single franchise. I want to be in every single he's one in of the horror movie franchises. So you want to like ruin the and I want to be in every. <laughs> well, no, because it would make it a smarter horror movie if you had a voice of reason and they actually listened to you. And then and that was one. The greatest happen. parts about Cabin in the Woods is because they had that voice of reason and then they put the toxins in the room so they wouldn't listen to the voice of reason. Uh, if they had listened to the voice of reason, none of that would have happened. But then the they had the movie, to get around the voice. <laughs> but that's the thing. You'd have to make it a smarter gotcha, horror movie. Gotcha. You want to elevate all horror movies by not having it have those get, tropes. Get rid of the horror tropes and replace them with more smart directing. Because the biggest problem with horror movies is that people are always yelling at the screen because it's not realistic enough. Yeah. Well, that and I it, think there are different types of horror movies. There's those horror movies that have those tropes in it, and then there's other tropes like Babadook, for instance, don't doesn't have any of those tropes. There's a reason why a lot of horror movies nowadays seem like they Babadook's have to be pre more or not pre thriller than a horror movie. But, though. Uh, what do you call it? They have to be set in different time periods because nowadays you have so much technology. It's like if you have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. You're not really ever alone. So your cell phone <laughs> has to die, or it yeah, has to be. Yeah, they have to come up with tropes why phone. that would happen. Yeah. Say, don't they have one where everyone's on webcam and they all just start getting murdered somehow? VH. Did they have one? No, that was not VHS. That wasn't VHS. VHS okay. was about a group of kids who found a, uh, a bunch of VHS. A bunch of VHS that were snuff films. Snuff films. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. The first VHS. It, like, it was an interesting concept. Yeah, anyway, tangent. tangent. All but right. that's mine. I like it. It's I, not bad. I, yeah. I was actually a bit surprised because I was expecting you just to say, "I want to be go to the Wizarding World and I want to be placed into House Ravenclaw." Like, <laughs> yeah, that. Well, there there are problems with the Harry Potter movies, specifically that Ravenclaw's banner is of a raven instead of an eagle, and the colors are incorrect. So I would not want to be in the movies <laughs> because I would have oh, to wear the oh, wrong colors. Trust me, this is a big, big point of contention amongst the Ravenclaws in the R Ravenclaw subreddit, which yes. I might be a part of. And if um. I were, if I were in any of the Harry Potter movies, I would want to be Luna anyway. Right, Luna Logan. Yep. Uh, so. Oh, sorry. Did you have more to add? No, I have nothing further to add. I was just gonna make the, gonna address the cookies in the room here. Oh, well, let's did. do that. I was gonna say because as it turns out, let's speculate for a brief time. Oh yes. As to where our dear departed, Chachi, <laughs> what, what what franchise would we place Chachi in? Hmm. I think. I, I mean, I feel like it has to be comic book related, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. It comic has book. to be a comic book franchise. Well, we're trying to- 
think of a serious answer or one that he would just absolutely hate. I mean, you uh, can go either way with this. Yeah, you don't yeah, have to. Because I, I know mean, it's, just... it's comic book or Star Wars. Like I think those are the two franchises you pick. And I feel like comic book more so for myself. For, for well, him, actually, as it turns out, maybe he just wants to be Harry Dresden. Like there's also that. I too. think he'd Aww, he'd want to yeah. be Harry. Dresden. Yeah, I think I think that's the real answer. And not just... the the TV series. Really, I, yeah, I love the TV series. Uh, did he hate the TV series? Yes, it does not represent Harry Dresden at all. Oh, well, I agree, but still, I liked it. Mm. Fair enough. You Point is, I, you can that. find a bad about it later. But yeah, ultimately, I think he would like to probably be Harry Dresden. That being said, what was the Asian kid's name in the new Spider-Man Homecoming? I want to say Genki, but he's not, even though he is Genki. <laughs> the Genki uh, uh, doppelganger. They, I mean, um, they did say that they did take aspects of him from Genki, mm. so... What was the name? Ned Leeds. Ned Leeds. Isn't oh. that him? Like in the yeah, Ned it's was Spider-Man his, Homecoming. In, yeah, it's, well, they didn't they didn't give him a last name, so yeah, no. Ned. I could see him being Ned. Uh, yeah, yeah, being in Spider-Man, I think would be cool. Like, a, obviously, he's he's playing a younger character, but I think it kind of fits his personality. Just be cool, like. Oh, what's this? What's that? Yeah, oh, let yeah, me yeah. be this dude. Can I do this for you? Let me do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teacher comes in. What are you doing on these computers? Looking at porn? <laughs> Chachi would say that. Yeah, yeah. But he might actually be looking at porn. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm one of them at least. He's saying that as he's Multiple minimizing monitors. the porn. Yeah. <laughs> not not close, not exiting it out. He's going to bring it back. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to close it. I just have to minimize it. Uh, okay. I feel like that's actually a really good answer. Yeah, that's yeah. That's better like than that what I can him. come up with. I was just trying to think of like random X Men or something like that, but it'd be funny. Oh man, yeah. No, we could we could spend all night speculating on what. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, what, what was the name of that person that you made up? Forget me not. Yeah, he could be <laughs> forget me not. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised what? that wasn't yours. <laughs> you probably forgot about it though. So I have homework. Okay. For next time. Next week's homework. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Um. So we know that um, Hugh Jackman is not going to be reprising his roles. Um, as Wolverine for Ooh, too much longer. I love longer. this question already. Okay. Um, he's had skin cancer, I think, five times, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know, um, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he's had to have several surgeries because wow. of it. He's he's getting a bit up there. He can't handle. He's already and, said that I he's mean, done. I mean, he's yeah. dead, so. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, Wait, if you haven't seen Logan, sorry. Huh. Um, so my question is, <laughs> if they wanted to keep him in the universe, uh-huh. maybe as a younger version, I don't know, whatever, Something's who, living time travel. Go who ahead. would replace him? Who would replace Wolverine? Who would play Wolverine? Okay, homework. Well, it's homework, so no one <sighs> answer right now, but just keep it in mind. Who, who do you want to recast Wolverine? It's not going to be as good. Like, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, DC's been recasting everything, so that's And before you say it's not going to be good, let's not forget that everyone thought that he was a terrible choice for Wolverine when it first came out. Because he was short. Because he wasn't short. He, he was too tall. Oh, that's right. Wolverine's very short. Yeah, Wolverine's supposed to be like five foot something. I already have my answer, and I'm so excited for it. That's <laughs> not fair. You you have time to think about these answers before I you came up ask. with this as we were recording. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. It's not even. I have a list of questions, you know and it's not even on my. I'm list giving of homework questions. out next week. Uh, ooh. ooh, I will become the teacher. Uh, that's the my teacher. job. You can't take it. There are union there are rules. <laughs> I knew you were going to say unions. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. All right. Oh, I would like to do one thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to formally apologize to Joe <laughs> for forgetting who he was. Uh, Joe, I am very sorry. I have lots of conversations with people about pickles, and 
I, I have to memorize a lot of children's names. So I am, <laughs> yes, actually, for the just the school year alone. Um, I, so I, I do apologize for forgetting you, but I will never forget you now after this. <laughs> would Joe be forget me not? <laughs> he would not because I will not forget him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Found Joe's character. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Who? <laughs> the one listener we keep forgetting about. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking about forgetting, please don't forget this part. We have moved to a new channel, our own feed on iTunes. Yep. So if you are currently listening to us because you are subscribed to Geek Out Nerd Rage, please go to wherever you get your uh, your podcasts and subscribe to Filmiverse instead. This will be the last episode we're posting on the Geek Out Nerd Rage feed. Are they getting mad at us? No, they're not getting mad at us. But I, just, I feel like I, I mean, want to. Joe, he's our one listener. I, I want a feed that actually says Filmiverse, not Geek Hunter. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, so go subscribe to Filmiverse. You just type in Filmiverse, you'll find it, depending on what you know service you use. Uh, and while you're there, go ahead and rate, subscribe, do all that jazz, give us stars, donate money on Patreon. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you this? Uh, give me money in the streets if you see that. <laughs> so just ask Joe. <laughs> Yes. Um, also, if you could give us a follow on uh, Twitter, it's the Filmverse. And if you want to subscribe or like, or what do they call it on Facebook now? Follow us on Facebook. Follow us well. on Facebook. Is it just follow? Yes. Yeah, follow. Okay. follow, like. It's also the Filmverse. Or if you also want to uh, write into us and give us questions of your own, homework of your own, answer the homework if you want to, it, you can either email us or tweet us or whatever. Uh, the email address is thefilmverse at gmail.com. Yeah, I'd love to hear people's answers to some of these homework questions. Joe. <laughs> we do have more than one listener, just so everyone knows. Joe's. <laughs> Joe's. We're just going to call them the Joe's. That's the, the listener of Filmverse, the, the Joe's. Yeah. The yeah. Joe's and Bruno's mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's part of the Joe's now. So. I'll tell her she starts. Yeah, she's, she's a Joe. All right, so, yep, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. I'll be back. Bye. Bye. Excelsior. The cookies were going to say that. That's why I was trying to lift them. <laughs> I was going to say, someone has to say Excelsior. Yeah. It was the cookies.